Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Fabulous pre-owned inventory that has the Sunbury Motors guarantee. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Text from Doug Doug Birdsong. Steve, I hate to correct you, but I believe the suit actually won that money. (laughs) For being the Central Columbia Middle School Bowler of the Year. (laughs) And yes, he would know that. Oh my God! <laughs> and, and that's why he wasn't recruited by anybody to bowl collegiately. One, okay? Because, unbeknownst to us, in the tournament, the suit quietly turned professional. <laughs> and look what he's made of it. All right. <laughs> Time out for our play-by-play call of the day. It may be the regular season, but the Jazz send the Lakers a message. As a coach, I, I can't coach energy and effort. Allow me to make an adjustment. And I can't make it. up high with the smash. Yep, Mark Jackson and Mike Breen on ESPN last night in total shock watching the Lakers get run out by the Utah Jazz last night. All right. <laughs> you didn't think anybody from Central Columbia could turn pro. In bowling, no. Believe it or not, Penn State actually won two national championships in women's bowling. And I want to say 79 and 81. <laughs> right around there. Then then it ended up having the program drop. Uh, they dropped men's and women's bowling. They dropped uh, co-ed rifle at that time. But they actually, Don Farrell, who was one of the assistant basketball coaches here for a while, and then Don was here for a long, long time, one of the great guys out there. He actually was the head coach of the women's bowling team. But they won two national titles on him here at Penn State. Where's the and king again, where I need him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you. And I think I think on the men's side they wanted to recruit the suit and they found out he turned pro. (laughs) (laughs) Really kind of a think about a sad story. I mean suit turned pro and then he got carpal tunnel. <laughs> Can't get you know. I mean, does he still go out and bowl? 
That I don't know. I'd, I'd have to ask him. My guess is probably not, but... My guess is not because we'd be getting scores every two days. <laughs> you know what? That's power, true. Power. Rolled home at 222. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I looking confused like, okay, great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. All right. A uh, couple quick uh, notes for you. Boy, it sounds like we are going in a better direction. How about that? With COVID, down 34% in a week, which goes to the numbers before. All right. Um, let me see here. I actually had some numbers on what it's been like this year about the weekly um, what the weekly numbers have looked like since the first of the year and it's not it's not our job here to make you feel better or anything like that I mean let's but at least you know, we're always talking about data, 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 and, and science, 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 okay? So, um, on December 7th, 6% increase from the week before. Okay, so 7, 10, 1, see, November 30th. So let's go back to November 23rd. November 23rd, 17% increase from the week before. November 30th, up 12% from the week before that. December 7th, up 6%. December 14th, up 8%. December 21st, up 4%. December 28th, up 5%. Okay. January 4th, up 6%. January 11th, up 1%. January 18th, down 5%. January 25th, down 11%. Um, uh, February, what, February 1st, down 15%. February 8th, down 14%. February uh, 15th, down 18%. February 22nd, down 15%. And supposedly this week to this point, down 34%. I mean, that's a pretty good trend considering, A, it's winter. B, people were concerned about what Christmas looked like. People were concerned then about, uh, like, for example, it was going to be a super spreader for Alabama when they won the national championship. All the people poured in the street and the cases still went down. Same thing with the Super Bowl stuff. Cases went down. Or positive tests went down. So, hey, we just thought we'd throw that throw that out there for you. The NCAA tournament starting sports. Uh, I think that we are seeing um, um, 
more and more thought process, starting with Penn State. Let's start with Penn State. Penn State announced that in the summer, they are going to transition to more and more in-person classes with the idea of full in-person class in the fall. Now, that's a positive sign. Now, we have to get there. We have to get there. If we continue on this path, we'll leave the blue-white game out of it because that's in April and that's two months away. So let's go just a little bit further down the path. What can that mean then for minor league baseball? Because you got to think about the teams in our area. What about Reading? What about Williamsport? What about State College? What about Altoona? They've all been sidelined for a year. So they've all been sidelined for 18 months, essentially. And you can't have any model for success in that business unless you have fans in the stands. You have no chance at success unless you do. They don't have TV contracts. They're carried on radio, but they don't have what you call difference-making radio contracts. They need people in seats. So Altoona, State College, Altoona, Williamsport, Reading, they need people in seats. I know State College and Williamsport are scheduled to start the weekend before Memorial Day on May 24th. If we continue with the continue, with the current trend, which is not assured, but if we do continue in that direction, they might be able to, to do it to then set the table for the fall. And that also means high schools getting back to having everybody playing a full schedule of high school football, soccer, everything, cross-country, you name it. And just to offer this too, Steve, NBA and NHL have slowly been allowing fans back in in some limited capacity. And NBC Sports Philly's John Clark just reported today the Flyers and Sixers in Wells Fargo Center are preparing for limited fans. City of Philadelphia expecting to lift restrictions next week, or ease restrictions next week. And that's a step in the right direction. And that it's and again, and I'm not going to sit here and be an expert on this. I'm just going by what I've read, what I've heard. It, we've heard the word since day one of this of what quote herd immunity. Obviously, the vaccination process has been in. I, I don't know. Can we? We can't really call it high gear. I guess right. It it's it's in a gear. How about that? Yeah, it's still a work in progress. Let's call it for Pennsylvania at least. But Johnson and Johnson is getting emergency, um, an emergency green light, which is a one-shot, but also puts a third vaccine into the mix, all right? So between vaccinations, those have had it. Oh, and by the way, those who were asymptomatic didn't know they had it and never got tested. That part's always left out. There are people that were asymptomatic 
that never got tested because guess what? They didn't feel sick. Why clog up the line if you don't feel sick? They think we're transitioning closer and closer to the magic percentage. How about that? Hopefully that's true. Hopefully that is true. Did you ever get tested? Oh, yeah, you had to get tested. I have been tested one time. That's it. And I am in the, and like you, I actually, no, you, I don't know if you're 1A or 1C yet, but I'm 1C for media. I'm, one, I'm 1A. Okay. I'm 1A. Uh, I, I just had a routine physical well, about a month ago. What's today, the 25th? My son Dan's birthday, by the way. Um, and so I had a routine physical about four weeks ago. And he told me, hey, look, you know, you're in the 1A group, right? Because um, for people who don't know, I'm type 2. I'm you know, diabetic. So I'm type 2. So I take I take pills. Um, and actually not that many, but I, I take some. And because of that, I'm, he said, now I'll get a hold of you when, you know, when, when it's time. I said, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, you're 1C. Correct. That's where media falls under. Um, and I guess I guess the suit cut the line, but that's just how he was brought up. <laughs> uh, nah, he's 1A, and I believe he's one shot in. Oh, he's one shot in? Really? I th- I think. Uh, you know, uh, Jack, that's where Jack is. Jack's had one. Uh, he's, I think his next one's next week. And they asked Dick about Dick Girardi about his, and he said that or he, he lives down in Yardley. He says not exactly well organized down there, <laughs> so so he hasn't had it yet. Yeah, but which is fun. Yeah, we're all still standing here, buddy. <laughs> we're all still standing. Exactly. All right, we'll take a break. Come back, talk about something more uplifting in a moment. <laughs> Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applications applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. That was actually recorded at the suit's home in the at the Fourth of July <laughs> uh, fireworks. It was really 
of a special moment. I see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was at that point you and I left. It was, you know. <laughs> Doug also says he believes that middle school bowling champions should go to the front of the line for the vaccine. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's some guys have a rep. That's his rep. You see your guy Garrett Cole out there complaining about um, about how the system works. I didn't actually. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the system works in terms of, uh, like, um, oh, wonderful. See, you wanted me to put this in Dropbox? I actually have an account. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. <laughs> well, Even better. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't know why I do. Um, what am I doing here? Let's see. Um, so... They're complaining about service time. Well, number one, Cole has been, along the way, a union rep. Well, excuse me. I mean, again, um, I understand completely why you're upset. But at the same time, it's got to be double. It just can't be, oh, management's evil. Eh? Your union said yes to this. <laughs> they didn't want to fight it. So they said yes. Now they've got another round of negotiations coming up. Um, and in this next round of negotiations... They have an opportunity here to literally reset how it goes. It's like I said about Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, all the Steelers are, you know, he didn't, I'm saying he didn't say it, but people are like, oh, what they're doing is so wrong, and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, again, the Steelers did not make up the rule when it came to franchising somebody twice. They didn't make the rule up. The rule was in place. Now, why was the rule in place? Well, the rule was in place because it was negotiated between the owners and the players. The players said, okay, great. They yeah, I'd have to say. rip Garrett for that one. Sorry. <laughs> huh? I'd have to rip him for that one. Who? Garrett Cole. Oh, Cole? Yeah. But in other words, I know you can frame something in your own way all the time. Yeah, you can do that. No getting around it. You can do that. And... But you have to be realistic with people. And this is... Okay? 
And part of um, what's going on here is your union said yes. Now they said yes to it a long time ago. Talk about how service time works. And they came up with this formula. Now, obviously, guys like Chris Bryant have brought it to the front because he had to wait. Gregory Polanco had to wait. You know, players have had to wait. Now, of course, the example with Seattle. Okay? I got it. But now you have a chance here in the next negotiating period to put that into the contract. Right, so you can do that. So talk to your union about it, saying this is critical to what we want to do. Get it fixed. Right? Tie it to something. We want full service time, you know, for a full year and get around this in terms of the path to free agency, and we'll let you have an additional layer of playoffs. How about that? Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory. A lot going on at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. And... The uh, Penn State will play hoops tomorrow night. Purdue Lady Lions had a big win last night. Big win um, last night. So they beat fifteenth ranked Ohio State. First time they're beating a team of the top fifteen since twenty sixteen. Big win for them. Wrestling's getting ready for the Big Ten championships. I think you heard, even though Penn State was six and zero, Iowa was five and zero. They shared the Big Ten title. So that's how they're going to do. I mean, they're both undefeated, so they did it by winning percentage, and that's how it ended up going. Uh, the DeMora Smith, the head of the NFL Players Association, has told agents they should start colluding for their clients. And uh, he told NFL player agents today they should work together 
during the upcoming free agency period to ensure that teams aren't taking advantage of the reduced 2021 salary cap to limit players' salaries. Speaking on the video conference, which replaced the annual all-agent seminar the NFLPA holds each year at the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, Smith told the agents that the union expects this year's cap to be right around 180 as a floor. You know, I've heard I've heard as high as 182 and as low as 180. Uh, they thought originally it was going to be 175, so it's actually a little higher than they thought it would be. Uh, that the 2022 and 23 caps could be affected as well by the pandemic-related revenue losses that resulted in this year's cap reduction. Because of that, Smith said agents this year should push back on teams trying to cut players for cap reasons and should consult with one another and with the NFLPA's cap department on the offers they're receiving from teams for free agent players. The source relayed Smith's message to ESPN and said Smith told agents it was okay for them to collude in free agency in order to ensure the best possible deals for players. Collusion, of course, is an illegal corporate practice in which the league's teams are prohibited from engaging. Word has actually been brought up several times. Uh, Rogers had to tell the suit Kevin, <laughs> against the law. They said, Rogers, did you know what you were getting into? Who's the, Rogers is a brilliant man, but it was the question was met with silence. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, there you go. But is he out of his mind? Um, Roger's brilliant. No, I'm talking about Demar Smith. Oh, okay. Now, now you want to get to the suit? Okay, <laughs> quick show of hands in the audience. I mean, no, no, no don't, don't do that because a lot of you are driving right now. Keep both hands on the wheel. We'll just assume you said yes. <laughs> is he out of his mind? Uh, he is pushing back, I can tell you, on... The fact that several players have said they feel like he's more of a management guy than he is a player's guy. That was another story that came out a couple days ago. Remember that? And I think that was a reaction to that. I think the players need to stop smelling themselves a little bit and wake up to the situation. Well, here's the issue. How much... The owners aren't going to get any sympathy from the fans. They're owners, and they're worth a lot of money. I mean, Jeffrey Lurie has X amount of money. You have X amount of money, right? So the owners aren't going to get any sympathy from fans. But the players don't get much either because, again, you're getting into these fights now that when the Major League Baseball Players Association goes up against the owners and say there is either a lockout or a strike one year from now, it's millionaires versus billionaires. And you know, even though, look, there are a lot of players that earn less than a million a year. There are a lot right around the minimum, which is 562, which, by the way, a lot of people would like to have. I understand that. But when it gets to be millionaires versus billionaires, the line of the line of sympathy 
just the floor falls out. Then you have somebody like me on the show that tells you, hey, look, I don't like the fact the Steelers double-franchised Le'Veon Bell, but they're allowed to because then you point out the union gave the thumbs up to it. It's in the contract. They didn't make up a rule. They didn't break a rule. I don't like the fact that they did it because I don't think it's fair. But did they break a rule? No. So the players, you notice how the Players Association didn't complain about him being franchised twice? Did you notice that? Because they knew darn well they go, it was part of the negotiation. It's in there. Same thing with this. You know, you have, you know, the young player from Seattle who was specifically brought up saying, you know, he kind of feels used in this whole thing. Well, you are being used in this whole thing, and it's not your fault. You're the one caught in the middle. And you're a minor league player, and as a minor league player, guess what? You're not a member of the union. You don't become a member of the union until you walk into the major league clubhouse. Now you're a member of the union. Now you start having union dues deducted from your check. But he's a minor league player, and so obviously there's sympathy for it, no question. But at the same time, he's not protected by anybody. You want to know why? He's not a member of the union. He plays minor league baseball. Minor league baseball players don't have, quote, union rights. That's the issue. So, there you go. But my point in all this is, you know this was coming. You know that there is a down in revenue. You know the salary cap was going to be down. Everyone just has to adapt to it. Why can't the players? Why should the players be the only ones exempt from not adapting to it? This is going on in the NBA too. Because they they think they're exempt. They think they're exempt to what is going on in the real world. I don't know why they feel that way. I mean, they 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 kept working, which is great. They kept. Um, Obviously, they they ended up playing their full season. The NBA played its full season. NHL, Major League Baseball, the NFL remarkably played every game. The NHL's had a few bumps in the road this season, but have for the most part played. The NBA, for the most part, has played, even though they've had a few bumps in the road. Then there's the non-union people that are playing, which are the college athletes, especially in football and basketball. They've all been playing. Wrestling just finished its fifth dual meet. Women's volleyball's playing. I see Doherty's on tonight on the coaches' show. Women's, women's lacrosse is playing. But they're not protected by a union. I mean, these guys are all protected by a union. And then when something doesn't quite go right, instead of talking to the union rep, who, by the way, is part of the negotiating team, they immediately blame management because it's all a game, and you know how I feel about games. I broadcast games and love broadcasting games for a living, for a living. But guess what? I don't like game players.
don't like people who, quote, play games. And that's what they're doing with this. They botched up the last negotiation, and... I mean, that's and that's what's so baffling about that. And I never hear anybody bring this up. Oh, listen, to it. nobody ever brings up the union said, yeah, actually, you can do this. Okay. The Seattle Mariners, and again, I don't like the fact that, you know, somebody's going to sit out 15, you know, it has to be in the minors 15 days. I don't like it. Just because they don't like it. They didn't break, they're not breaking the rules. They're not breaking the rules. They're actually following what is set up in the basic agreement. And nobody ever brings that up. That's why I that's why there's so many times I sit back and when we do these shows, I sit back and say, Are we the only people that ever talk about these things? Oh, I forgot. Let's okay, let's 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 do the standard talk show. Who do you think has a better legacy, LeBron or Brady? I want to apologize to the audience for dumbing down the show. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. That tape was taken from Shikolimi basketball about 10 minutes to airtime. Seem to have a lot of hidden microphones when it comes to the suit. I guess so. He's always testing some stuff out here, so maybe that's why. It's amazing. Um, now, does the chief need to do that? No, the chief is already in broadcast voice <laughs> when he walks into the gym. He's just not allowed to use it in the broadcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Always good to be warmed up. Always good to be warmed up. Uh, all right, so a Thursday, we told you what the NCAA tournament's going to do. You always hear Joe Lenardi, and we had Joe on the show, mm, what, two weeks ago, a week ago? It's about two weeks ago now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago, we had Joe on the show. And we always talk about, you know, top line and first four in, or last four in, first four out. Well, first four out is actually going to have meaning this year. Those first four out will actually be revealed and designated by the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee for both men's and women's basketball. Because if somebody comes up with a COVID problem before the tournament begins, one of those four will end up, or if it's four teams, four out of four will be the ones that step in and play. So even after the selection, they're going to have to keep practicing with the idea that they could play. Now, it should be pointed out, there is going to be an NIT, and it's going to be 16 teams. So those first four will not, that last, the first four out, will not be practicing in vain. In all likelihood, all four are going to go to the NIT if they choose to accept the bid. They have to choose it, of course. 
but some of them, if not all, would still have an opportunity to play. And so they have to keep themselves ready for the NCAA tournament. The same time, they probably would still be doing it anyway with the idea that they might be going to the NIT. And again, the NIT is, I think it's all going to be one location now. We're assuming it's Madison Square Garden, but we don't know. New York is such a mess. Uh, but it would be 16 teams in one location, probably the Garden. And that's just like the, the way they used to in the old days. The way they used to do in the old days is they brought all the teams to New York to Madison Square Garden. Which is kind of cool. Now they have home courts. Until you get to the last four teams and they play. If it is a conference, as you mentioned, the Patriots in good shape. But if it's a conference that finishes up next week with their tournament as part of championship week, because next week's the first week of championship week, you finish up and you're the runner-up, you probably ought to keep practicing. Because if the champion ends up getting uh, COVID or has an issue, you might be the selection that goes in their place. And that's the big story of the day right there. And, again, we have here first four out. Well, you actually might be in. It's a possibility. And not only that, everybody gets to go to Indianapolis, you know, to play either Purdue or Indiana or Uwe Pui or Butler or, you know, whatever. And if you're one of the first four out and then you get to go in, because it's in the Indy area, you'll get a special pep talk from Carson Wentz, the new Colts quarterback. <laughs> Yay. Because they'll be playing in his new house. I know they will. In fact, the Big Ten tournament's in his house. That's right. Big Ten tournament is actually at Lucas Oil Stadium. I think what happened was, was quite simply this. You know, I remember I mentioned... I can't imagine them being in Bankers Life Fieldhouse because I can't imagine the Pacers have given up that week. They yes. weren't scheduled to. They weren't scheduled to give up the week. Right? Well, they moved it. Well, Lucas Oil's wide open. There's no combine. So since the combine's not taking place, Lucas Oil Stadium was open for basketball. I'm going to just plop the court down now and keep it there until the NCAA tournament's over. So that's where they're going to play is at Lucas Oil Stadium. Which means depth perception is going to be interesting. I don't know how, how they're going to do this. Are they going to put the court in the center like they do with the NCAAs, just have it set up like it's the NCAAs? Or are they going to take it and tuck it to an end zone? I've seen, you know, because I've, I've done in domes. I have done two games in the Carrier Dome. I did one game in the Georgia Dome. And I did, I've done four games in the uh, Superdome. And the first time I did games in the Superdome, I 
first time I did it, they had the court uh, up against the sideline, but 30, 40 yards, 50 yards away from the end zone. So when you're shooting with the plexiglass, obviously backboard, the depth perception was really crazy. I remember taking a few shots in there. Like, wow, this is different. The depth perception is really tough. So it's going it's to see where they put the court at Lucas Oil Stadium and how they do this. Because now it's supposed to be in the center. The first time they put it in the center was at Ford Field in Detroit. And you know what they found out? What they found out was that it is because it's in the center of the football field. In basketball, you come out, you warm up, you then leave, go back to the locker room, then you come back for your last warm-up before the national anthem. Well, they found out that you will go out, you warm up, and then you leave for, for you know, five minute cooldown period it's such a long distance back to the locker room they said we can't do this so they had to set up an auxiliary locker room near the entrance as a way station for the players to go to during that five minute cooldown before they came back out for their last warm up (laughs) they said by the time we get back to the locker room we gotta turn around and come right back (laughs) Ah, the things you don't think of when you come up with brilliant ideas. But enough of Monday staff meeting. All right. (laughs) Today's show has been brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Back in an hour, Missy Doherty on Women's Across, Jim Ferry on Men's Basketball on the Penn State Coaches Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK.